0: This is episode number 805 with number one New York Times bestselling author, Brandon Bouchard. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. The problem human beings face is not that we aim too high and fail, but that we aim too low and succeed. That was said by Michelangelo. Welcome to this episode. I'm super excited. This is a two-part mega series with the one and only Brendan Bichard, where we discuss what it really means to become an influencer by building through a traditional business model. The business model has not changed. People just call it influencer now. And we go through these five key themes by developing your message, your mission, your method, how to monetize and work through the mayhem. And I'm going to break this down in two parts. We'll have the first one today, and then in a couple of days, part two will come out. I'm so excited for this. For those who don't know who Brendan is, he is. One of the world's leading high performance coaches, three time New York Times best selling author, whose books include The Motivation Manifesto, The Charge, Life's Golden Ticket, and The Millionaire Messenger, Success Magazine. And O, The Oprah Magazine, have both named him one of the most influential leaders in personal growth and achievement. And Brendan is also one of the top 100 most followed public figures on Facebook, with over 10 million fans across his page. His videos have been viewed more than 100 million times. He is one of the most requested motivational speakers in the world, shared stages with the Dalai Lama, Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, and many other influencers of his era. And in this first part, we talk about what high performers need to truly change the world the role model mindset, how to adopt it, live it, and get paid doing it, why your audience wants you to be transparent about your development, the method of dialing in on the art of what you're doing every day, and Brandon's bankruptcy and how it taught him how to fight for who you are. Very excited about this. Again, it's a two-parter. Make sure to share this out with your friends. Stay tuned for part two coming in a couple days. It's going to be a big one. It's going to help you if you want to really monetize your message and your influence or become more of a monetization messenger. Very excited about this. Share it with your friends. Tag me at lewishouse, at Brendan Bichard, lewishouse.com slash 805. You can use that link and share it out with your friends or just Copy this link if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes and post that on your stories or on Twitter and all over social media. This is going to be a big one. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces, like the SEALs and Army Rangers, call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit
1: AirForce.com to learn more.
0: off your next 12-pack, head to Amazon and use promo code 20 Pure Leaf. That's promo code 20pureleaf for 20%
1: off. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash business gold card.
0: Alright guys, I'm excited about this one. This is part one with the one and only Brendan Burchard. Welcome everyone back to the School of Greatness Podcast. We've got my good friend Brendan Burchard. Let's go! Yes, baby. Thank you, brother. Excited. You were on here, was it two years ago? When was it the last time? Two, I was two year years ago. Year and a half, ago. two years ago, roughly. It was two years ago.
1: Was that the first time I met you, like a month before then? I think that was the first time we ever had like a real conversation. Was it on the podcast? I think we met
0: in person before, didn't we? At like Soho
1: House for maybe a minute. That was the day of. Oh. Like you took me to Soho House for some like, I had some like eggs and tea and we came over. Here's what's funny. I feel like I've known you for, I don't know, like a decade.
0: Even though we've only been really hanging out for a couple of years, I feel like I've known you for a decade because we've gone deep and done like intimate work together, collaborations together, we've done, Uh, Masterminds together, trips. Trips. Whenever you go on a trip with someone and a group of people and you share these unique experiences, you feel like you bond faster. I took you fishing and you beat me at it. (laughs) (laughs) I beat you because I had a good partner, Dean, Dean. who was just catching everything. I couldn't catch a thing. I would catch it, but I couldn't reel it in. We went to Wyoming. Jackson Hole together, you invited a group of about 10 to 15 high-level influencers. So so thanks for inviting me. We had an amazing time taking helicopters around the... Uh, the mountains, fly fishing, freaking hanging out, barbecue, campfire, all that stuff. Then we just Gosh. went to your new home in yeah. Puerto Rico. Yes, week was that a week ago? That was a week ago. Man, it's been it crazy. already feels like three weeks. So I much know. has happened. You yeah. we went to Puerto Rico. You've got a new home there, right yeah. on the beach. It's incredible. Some new people joined the influencer mastermind that you have put together. Yeah, you've had an incredible career. You know, you've been in this game for fifteen years now.
1: Yeah, two thousand six. Crazy two thousand. Yeah, two thousand six is. When I launched my first website, first book came out in 2001.
0: Right. Which Life is a golden uh, ticket. Is student that- leadership
1: guide. Oh, different a book for, yeah, I was still in college. I wrote a book for students and left it there called The Student Leadership Guide. And it became this big thing, which is what helped me realize, oh, I could do books. Interesting. I took a corporate job after that, you know, like for working for Accenture. So I did leadership development for about seven years. But that whole seven years, I wanted to write life's Mm -hmm. golden ticket Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of waiting and kind of maturing and getting ready and and sometimes telling myself lies you know like oh i'm not ready i'm too young but soon leadership guide was kind of selling the background of colleges and i get these checks every month i'm like wow maybe i could do a real book and maybe i will write life's golden ticket but i didn't have the hook or the angle yet and so that book 2007 life's golden came out my first event was 2008, my first big seminar that I did. My first online course came out in 2008. And this is like, 2008 Another doesn't game. seem that long ago, but our number one refund in 2008 was because people couldn't play a 45-minute online course because buffer speed. Wow. Like, no one even knows what that means I remember, Like, the video wouldn't play. It would take like 20 minutes to watch to load, a yeah. two-minute clip. Crazy. And we were doing online courses in 2008. So it was like, we were, we were early. I didn't know we were early, but looking back, I was like, wow, we were like OGs up in here. Posting video on like Amazon <laughs> S3, like uploading
0: yeah. it, like it was all janky. There was no software systems then. You yeah. have a multiple number one New York Times best selling books. I think you've sold a couple million copies of books. Yeah, cool? yeah. if you count digital. Digital, how many yeah. millions of copies roughly do you think, range? A good Over question. two
1: million of all your books at least? If you count digital, four or five. Four or five million. Yeah. yeah. And partially though is because we also sell it on our own website you sell it you like, do like one of the one of the things we were really early on was taking the power back from the publishers mm-hmm. so even if we have a great deal with a publisher i still might do a big promotion where i release the pdf or i might do a big promotion you know right. with you know kindle that i don't have to worry about or audio or whatever. we'll do a big promotion on kindle for a dollar 99. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know we kind of were changing up the model because my my ambition was I want people reading my book. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to have to worry about the gatekeepers. And you were looking
0: to build a business through leads and yeah. and, and it wasn't just about the book, it was about the book and then what's next?
1: Yeah. Give me an email. I'll yeah. give you my book. Yeah, exactly. I mean after after the book's been out for 7 or 8 years, I'm yeah. like hey, give me an email, I'll give you this whole piece. I just yeah. want you to read it. Yeah. Or buy it for $3 a day from my website. Like whatever it's taken like to get people to read the books. That's right. the mission has always been change people's lives in whatever modality I could figure out or learn to do that. Yeah. That's what I had to do. It's
0: it. the key. And you've done, I think you said you did like 15 or 17 seven-figure launches in a row online. Yeah, 28. 20, 28. My numbers are off here.
1: 28. I, the only reason I do that, because we had to make a presentation uh-huh. for the Influencer Magazine thing, and we were trying to like talk about it, and it was 28 seven-figure online launches. Crazy. Uh, 19 man. of them were in a row. So that oh, 19 in a row, wow. That 2009 to 2015, we kind of defined... The game for launching, especially personal development online Mm -hmm. courses. There were a lot of people teaching marketing or or launches or how to do a seminar or something like that. But we were like, personal development's harder to sell. It's harder to sell, man. (laughs) It's harder to sell high ticket too.
0: It's harder to sell. So you've been doing that. You've helped so many people launch their brands from their influence because there's a lot of influencers in the world who are really great at building, creating content that goes viral, that or that attracts an audience. And then grow an audience and they know they have no clue to make money. That's it they're broke, but they're changing the world, right? It's like they're broke
1: and they have millions of followers. They think they're changing the world. It's like, you're gonna need a business and a movement to change the world. That's true. And that's what they're like, well, I'm changing the world. Like, no, you're popular. Right. But to actually change the world and change people, you need a curriculum. You need to be able to give them empowerment and tools to be able to help them to do that. And if you're gonna actually make it, I always tell people, you can't sustain the mission if you don't make the money which was a big thing for me because I came from nothing, you know, you know my background a little bit. Growing up in Montana, we just had nothing. Yeah. You know, we grew up in poverty. My parents working super hard between the, you know, two of them to raise us four kids. Literally till this day, I have no idea how they did it. Yeah. So my ambition was like, maybe someday I can make $40,000 because the richest people in our town didn't make that kind of yeah. money. But that also can get in the way. Because sometimes people set their ambitions or their, their, their financial hopes based on where they grew up, and they let their past or their current circumstances dictate the dreams for the finances they want in the future. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? They do something and it becomes really popular. And they're like, oh, this is working. And the number count they're watching is the fans and the followers, which is great. But what I'm always saying is like, "What? please make sure you build a business
0: mm-hmm.
1: because if suddenly you're not as popular or you go broke or something happens, God forbid, if you haven't built the infrastructure to carry your message, then you're not being a responsible messenger. Mm. You know, An influencer without a business is a popular person who's busy. Yeah, <laughs> you know? all the time.
0: And stressed because they're not making any money, they can't pay their rent. Yeah. I was having a conversation with Jay Shetty about this about a year and a half ago. Yeah, Because he was, I was always trying to push him to earn more. He was like, you know, I'm happy with like just making, I don't know, I think it was like 100 grand or maybe a few hundred grand, right? Yeah. I'm not sure the exact number, but he was like, I never felt like I needed to make more money because I felt like I just want to serve people. I want to give as much as I can. Yeah. And I said, well, you're really doing a disservice unless you start earning more because you can hire more people and transform those lives. Right. You can use the resources to create bigger projects, bigger production of, of movies and videos yeah. that can then... Infect people in a positive way. Yeah, you have to
1: people have to get out of their way about money Yeah, and it's the hardest thing I trust me It was like there were parts of when we did our first seminar afterwards I went broke because I know how to do it didn't know didn't know so much just completely went broke Had to live with my girlfriend who's now Denise my wife Mm -hmm. Um, and You know, she was buying my groceries. She was supporting me. She was kind of the only person who knew what I wanted to do and and really the only person believing and cheering it on. I like, I had that great support. You know, I I always say, people say, you're so lucky, but I'm like, I am. I had a car accident that smacked me in the head and made me say, I want to live my life. Luck number one. Luck number two, great parents. Luck number three, a girl that believed in me. When I didn't even quite believe in myself, you know. What year is this? uh, I met Denise in 2003. So we were together five years, and I propose. So we've been together a long time. Wow. Um, but I remember even sitting there when I was, you know, bankrupt, and she's, you know, sleeping in the bed, and I'm on this little desk, and next to the, next to the bed, and I'm, I'm writing, and all my bills and my paperwork and my vision boards were on the bed. And as I'm typing, she comes over and crawls under the covers to go to bed, and I look over, and it's my woman sleeping under my bills like literally, and I would say, none of us want to be responsible oh, for the pain in other people's lives because yeah. our own inaction. I just hadn't taken action, but I also didn't, I just didn't have any attachment to money my whole life, even now, I mean, you've seen what we do on our yeah, big trips. Yeah. So I'm like, let's go, I mean, I go crazy. The helicopters and this. That, whatever, that. it's like, have a great time because I don't have an attachment to it, yeah. but what I do have an attachment to is the mission And I want to help people achieve their goals faster. I want to help people realize they have a second chance on this planet every day that they wake up. And if you have a second chance every day, that's that's like evergreen. Every day is your life's golden ticket. You get to choose when you woke up this morning, what's my attitude gonna be, how I'm gonna treat people, what I'm gonna focus on, what I'm gonna make happen, how I feel, like we get to choose these things to like an extraordinary extent. So my whole thing is like, hey, you have a second chance, use that, and this time in your second chance, in your, in your next relationship, in the next job, in the next moment, be more intentional, mm-hmm. be more service driven, you know, lead with more heart, make sure you're, you're doing things that bring you meaning. Yeah. And if you really, if, like, if I really believe that as I tell it to you, then I would have to build the infrastructure to sustain it. Yeah. That's where the business thing comes in. I had to go, all right. And there was nothing about this business I was attracted to, like literally. <laughs> but you're very introverted. Very introverted. Like, I'm still, you know, I'm awkward even right now. I'm awkward in a meeting. Like, I'm just, I'm, you, you've been with me on a deck by a pool. I'm different. I'm more relaxed a little bit. But I had to learn everything. I had to learn how to speak. I was terrified of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to do video, which was a That's super so awkward, hard thing. Yeah. Now we've had 250 million video views. But the wow. number I'm really proud of is 15 million hours of my online training has been watched. Wow. 15 million hours, that's, that's a lot of, crazy. Brenda. that's annoying. But, <laughs> but uh, you know that's instruction, not, no cat videos, no yeah, memes, yeah. no reposting other people's stuff. That's like online training content, 15 million hours. So that's a lot of teaching. We have 27 online courses, 27 I've done. And I was terrified of video. I had to learn podcasting, I had to learn how to write books. But all I had was after my car accident, I said, I want to inspire people to understand we all have life, school, and ticket. We have a second chance. We can all live, love, and matter if we make that our intention. So let's start measuring ourselves and being more purposeful. And then I had to figure out how to do it. Well, you have to master your mindset. You have to master your habits. You have to be better in your relationships. You have to live for something. Mm-hmm. And Optimize your health, yeah. Yes, yeah, so if I really believed in that, I had to step back at some point and, and not go, what are my strengths? Because my strengths were you know, sitting on a couch and eating Cheetos. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, at some point you go, no, no, what, What is I want to be of service to? High performers don't often ask just what are my strengths I'll just do that. They say what is required to be of service here and let me grow into that. I had to grow into a business owner. Like I had to grow into a communicator. I had to grow into a writer or a podcaster. I didn't know how to do any of that. I just had something I wanted to share and teach the world. I had to learn how to be a researcher and conduct like original full-scale psychological research which was high performance habits. Like I did not know how to do any of that. But if you... If you believe you have a, a message in your heart, you'll know that you have to build the infrastructure for it. Because mm-hmm. if you don't make the money, you can't sustain the it's message. It's hard, yeah, it's hard. Your advising to Jay was really great because he's doing great now because he's changed that approach.
0: Yes, and now he's, he still cares about impacting as many people as possible, but he knows that the business model needs to be there, and he's been crushing yeah. it on both sides. Yeah. you know, He's been doing amazing. Yeah. Now, this is all about becoming an influencer, and you've got an event coming up, and you've got a whole, A magazine, Influencer Magazine, Influencer event in 2019
1: coming up in October. Yeah. October? October uh, 10 through 12 in San Diego Diego is the the first big Influencer event for our industry. Who should be thinking about
0: becoming an Influencer? And who is it for and who is it not for? Because you're the introverted guy. So if you're introverted and you're scared and you've never spoken before,
1: you've never written a book, should you even be thinking uh, maybe this is for me or maybe it isn't. Yeah, I'm just thinking in my head as you're saying that how many of our friends and fans are like, Brendan's not introverted. I know. You're but I always say, listen, you can't write six books and not be an introvert. Yeah, you know, you can't, yeah. you can't sit and do the hundreds of hours of curriculum development without being introverted. Right, but right. Uh, no, I think introverts can come, extroverts can come. It's somebody who says, you know what? I want to be a person of influence in the world where I'm affecting positive change. Mm. And you want to figure out how to have a career doing that. It's those two things. First, it's the heart and the soul of it. It's like, I, I wanna create positive change. I wanna be a role model. And I'll say, no one seeks to become an expert or a thought leader, which is what we used to call it. You know? Now we just call it influencer. But no one seeks to become an influencer unless in some way they have the role model mindset. That mindset that says, you know what? I wanna do good and, and, and have other people see that and maybe inspire them. Yeah. You know, I, wanna, I wanna lead my life in a way that's an example for other people. And as soon as you decide to adopt the role model mindset where you say, I wanna be an example for other people, it requires you to do the hard stuff. It does. To work out. Stuff you don't wanna do. You don't wanna do. You don't wanna work out. You you don't wanna push yourself. You don't wanna, but to be a role model, you have to demonstrate integrity and discipline and service. And most people, they won't challenge themselves that much. So I think first is the role model mindset. So first, I I have that. I wanna affect positive change. I wanna be a role model for other people. I wanna inspire people. I want people to see the passions I have and maybe learn from those passions. And I wanna give people you know, empowerment. And then the other side of it is, oh, well, I wonder how I do that and get paid uh-huh. as, as a career. Because while influencer is like the popular word right now, this industry has been there yeah. for hundreds of years with publishing. Right? It's just changed now. Influencers sit on top of more publishing platforms than we used to have access to. But at the end of the day, we're still publishing content. We're still promoting and and pushing work out into the world. But people go, how do you make money? Well, now you can earn money in so many ways. So many ways. The problem is most influencers coming up today think they're gonna earn money just by doing brand deals. And I'm gonna get popular and do brand deals. I'm like, oh, you just, they're not, they don't understand the model. It's like..." you know, we say in Montana where I'm from, the time to have the map is before you enter the woods.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, if you're trying to figure out the influencer space and you wanna know all 12 major ways to monetize your voice, your content, your message, your brand, you should learn that as a menu before you pick one. And most people are earning like this much when they could be earning 10 or 12 times more if yeah. they just understood the model, but they think they're so clever and they're inventing this. Right. Like I so many, I mean, so many people like, oh, we're not, you know, I'm original, I'm doing this, I'm like, This was here before he signed, you know what I mean? Just you and me too. Like we we, 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 we rode in on giant shoulders. Uh And so I think it's for people who really have those two things.
0: too. In person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. Like when you're trying to buy tickets for the best seat at your favorite team's big game but there's more money to be made now as an influencer than there ever was before. There's more opportunities, there's more models for making money, different methods, and you've got a couple of of key themes and a framework on becoming an influencer, figuring out your message, the model, the mechanisms, everything, and I want to kind of break them down. The first thing you talk about is the message, Is getting clear in your message, is what I'm assuming, right? Yeah. As yeah. an influencer, is it important to know what your message is and how do you find your message if you're trying to become an influencer?
1: Yeah, because the the death of most influencers they don't realize is their randomness. Right. You know, they're just excited, I'm gonna post everything, you know, and or I'm gonna talk about everything, but they've never created a cohesive message that their audience goes, I get her. I understand her. It's not like you have to say the same thing over and over and over. But there has to be something that means something to you. Like one thing I admire about what you do, buddy, is how you talk about greatness. Mm-hmm. That theme and that messaging is so tight. And honestly, over the last three years when I listen to your show, I'm like, oh, he's just dialing this in, yeah. right? You, you, you know your word choice now, you know your phrases, you know what you're saying. It's not just being repetitive on those, it's just that's who you are. And that integrity of your message is being shown so you better be intentional about the kind of person you're trying to become. Because right. most people think about message, they go, oh, so I need to have a mission statement, Brandon? I'm like, right. no, no, no. You are the message. The integrity of who you are and how you show up energetically and how you treat other people, that's the message. The role model mentality. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah the kind role model. of your message. That's it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's what integrity is. It's like people are gonna watch you and go, are you congruent here and there? And if you're not, it's like that message feels funny to them. Mm-hmm. But you and I both know a lot of influencers. They've never done any deep in, introspection. Yeah, they've put on fifty different clothes and you know beautiful Instagram things, but they don't know who they are. Yeah, or they got the
0: mental health challenge, which is what we're we'll to talk about later. Yeah. Uh, but the message getting clear on your message and kind of like the theme of your brand, the yeah. theme of your influence, I think, is key. Yeah. And this cannot listen. It doesn't mean you have to be a perfect human being. You're going to make mistakes. You're yeah. going to learn. You're going to grow. But yeah. it's like trying to be congruent with your message consistently. For you, you know, it's. It's high performance habits for your book. You talk about it in your podcast. You talk about it in your events. You live that and Thank you it. showcase that. Yeah. For me, with greatness, it's kind of like what are the core themes of living a great life, and business, health, relationships, and everything involved, and it's trying to do the best to live that all the time and talk yeah. about it consistently. Yeah. So including the failures, absolutely. Like that's part yeah. of it. Showcasing like, the failures. I yeah. think when influencers showcase their mistakes and failures, it's it makes them more real, more yeah. likable. Yeah, that's why everyone likes me because I'm a hot mess all the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you got to get clear on the message first. Do you have a mechanism for? It's like, oh, I kind of like everything. Like, how do you figure out what your message is? Is yeah. there is there a process or
1: just like some journaling that you could share? With them? Yeah. I mean, first sitting down and saying, what do you want to be a role model on? Mm-hmm. Like, if if if, if you want to be a role model, what is it about? Is it a, and, and how does that translate into a person's real life? Like what would you say to an actual person to help them or inspire them? And you just have to start writing those words, like what would I say? Like what would I say? It's that old thing of like, what, what, if you could put a message on a billboard or if something was written on your tombstone, like what, what are those things? Yeah. For me, like a lot of people know it's like live, love, and matter. Yeah. Because when I faced my death as a 19-year-old kid, I was like, oh, I learned I really want to live life I learned that because I was a heartbroken kid, I wanted to love again and feel my heart again. I learned that life is super short, so you better make your difference. So Live, Love, and Matter became central to everything I did for 15 years. Like every message revolved around that because that was me, and that was a unique experience I had. I think a lot of people have to go and dig down deep into their experiences of their life and say, what were some of the gifts of the lessons that I learned? Mm -hmm. So some of the awful things that happen to us or the challenging things those, those struggles there's a story there and that story can reveal some lessons or things that you might be a role model to for people and it doesn't have to be so finite that it's just like this is it forever because you'll keep evolving you'll yeah. keep learning but there's there's hints there and you can go dig in your past to find some of those hints you can also just ask well what are what are the passions that I really feel in my heart that I just want to communicate right now some people it's like well that's fashion for them some people, it's health for them being a mom Some I mean. being a mom being an educator just showing everyday life that's fine because ultimately again you are the message so the most important thing isn't to figure out like what am i going to say it's the most important thing is who are you who are you is the key dig deep man and asking like, that question yes who are you one of the things we do is we i ask people you know come up with three words that describe the best of who you are mm, like great. these are aspirational words if you could think of like Three words, when I'm I'm at my best, these three words really define me. Yeah. And then I say, okay, now figure out what are three words that really describe the best of you when you're with other people? Like how do you treat them? And then what I have them do is I literally have them program in their phone as an alarm
0: yeah i have that in my alarm still 8 30 you still do yeah yeah. which i
1: need to to change to like 6 30 but it's like an 8 30. that's it mine's still in here you know i've been doing this for whatever there was my 9am dynamic bold and confident and that was for today because i was like you know i'm i'm usually a little more reserved in lewis's interviews because he's the (laughs) man uh you know uh be a little more bold and confident
0: i have loving giving achiever that's yeah, it. I love it, giving it cheer. See? So I could probably change that too, yeah. Yeah, so I, I switch mine every week, but. So three words that you would describe as yourself and then three words that you would want other people to describe you as or that you would describe
1: as Yeah, so three words you describe yourself as, like the best of who you are. Yeah. And that's just you, like your identity. And then the other one is more like relationships. Like three words to describe how you are with other people. For example, my word there, bold. Like that can describe me as a person how I think, but I wouldn't want you to ever go, well, Brennan, when he's with me, he's real bold. Yeah, like, yeah. that's different. Yeah. Like, how you are with other people should have a certain definition and description, and how you are by yourself should have a certain, and that's how you start to know yourself. Like, oh, I'm like, this is a person, and with other people, I'm like, this is a person. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like shaping your own internal
0: identity yeah. of your qualities yeah. and
1: reminding yourself of who you are. Labeling yourself a little bit in a positive way. Yeah. Because most people, they take the labels the world gave them. Oh, you're just the athlete, Lewis, yeah, exactly. right? If you just took that and that was all you ever owned and you never explored beyond that, we wouldn't be here. That's true. Right. We're here because you explored who am I and you are still doing that, mm. so am I. Like It's not like it, it's a thing that stops but people want to see you working that through.
0: Mm-hmm. I think like 15, 20 years ago, like in my teens, I used to say like, man, you suck, to myself all the time. Like, you're a loser, you suck, I hate you. You know, I'd say these words to myself, like, Mm -hmm. you're never gonna do anything better than this person, or you're never gonna be a nut, whatever, I would say these things internally. And those start to shape you as well. And they start to shape how you treat other people, your reactions, and how you treat yourself. That's right. So I think this is a very powerful, simple exercise that, we've been doing for so many years now that we kind of forget the power of this. But I'm glad you made this reminder because I never say those those things to myself anymore. Mm -hmm. It's always like, you're know, you kind, you're loving, you're passionate, you're wise, you're giving, you're caring, I say these things all the time. I never even say anything negative, Yeah, And you
1: give yourself patience on the days you're not. Absolutely. And that's a hard thing for people because they're supposed to be kind and one day they're a jerk and then they're like, I'm a jerk and they go back to that old bad label. But it's like what your audience wants to see if you're an influencer is you working through the development of you. They want to be on that journey with you and see like, oh, I I see him or her becoming. Because they're willing to ask the hard questions about themselves and explore who they are. Because if you can't be an influencer and not explore who you are. I mean, even, even the great presidents of our time were always in motion of exploring who they are. The great business people. I mean, it's not like... Elon Musk has been exactly Elon Musk exactly 10 years ago as he is today. It's like, you're seeing this evolution, this change, and sometimes it's a hot mess, and other times you're like, oh, this person's, you know? Yeah. People want to be on the journey with you as you're exploring who you are, and if you're not exploring who you are, you're not growing, and if you're not growing, the audience is not growing.
0: It starts to die. They're not interested. So true. So get clear on your message, figure out your three words, and that's a great start there. Now the next thing is figuring
1: out your market. Yeah. What do you mean by that?
0: What what is a market?
1: Yeah. Well, one, I don't like that term, especially for guys like you and me, who we do like so many walks of life, listen to your show and my show. Multiple industries Uh, and markets. Yeah. I look at like, you know, how you look at the analytics of like my, uh, when I look at like the Brendan Show podcast, it's like, holy crap. All these countries, all these, like, you can't. If you come to our events, I've gone to your events too. You can't do a demographic run of that audience.
0: not like all 32 year old male sales executives in the car industry. That's the
1: old world of marketing you had to speak to one specific person. What people don't understand if they've never studied the history of marketing is that the reason that niche marketing came out, that concept of just identifying one person to talk to, and some people now say, you know, identify your customer avatar. I'm like, no, you're identifying avatars, it's Mm -hmm. plural. Mm -hmm. Because the reason that came so popular in marketing back in the day was only for one reason, because in the 20s, sort of the golden age of marketing and advertising, you only had so much budget to run a certain ad on one platform. So you really had to get super niche and narrow. Now we're able to reach a couple billion people. Now we're able to have broader conversations. So what you want to do with your market is try to understand what are the aspirations of the people I want to serve looking like? It's about the aspirations, not about the demographic.
0: Yes. It's the mindset. Yes. And I always talk about that, like for me, growth greatness is not about, you know, the 32-year-old mom with two kids. Right. It's more of a, a mindset and a mentality. Yeah. And um, that's what we look for, someone with a growth mindset. There someone, you go. I call them conscious achievers. Yeah. People who are looking to achieve in their life, but in a conscious way. Yeah. They wanna grow personally, and they wanna impact people around them. I love that. If they have that mentality, then you're a part of the community. Yeah. And that's who I try to speak to. Yeah. But it could be a 16 year old or a 60 year old. Yeah. It could be people from all over the world. Yeah. But it's like this conscious, uh, achieving mentality. I love that. And that's what I focus on.
1: Yeah. You have to have that. And I, what I tell people all the time is like, if you're not out with your students, your fans, your followers, and you're not really getting to know them, at some point you're going to lose that audience because you just don't know them. It's true. You need to know what's in their heart, not their age. Mm-hmm you know it in their hearts, not every part of their background or where they were raised and everything else like that. That kind of market analysis is overdone and corporations love to pay for that. And when they do deals with me, they're always like, tell me everything about your people. And I'm like, they have the aspiration to go to the next level. That's it. For me, that's it. That is my market. I, I have always, for the last 15 years, marketed and talked to people who were in that transition moment of their life and ready to go to the next level. I didn't speak to those who were just starting. That wasn't my audience. You know, who didn't know what person I always went high end in the sense of like, I speak to people who are ready to go to the next level. They've already got one level of security or, or, or like sense of themselves or success. And now they're like, you know what? Next level time. So they're like in that phase where like gearing up, you know? Yeah. They're like, here we go. They're not kind of like, oh, I don't feel motivated. I don't, I don't get, that wasn't my audience. My market was an aspiration to go to the next level. And I was focused on that. And it's what made for me with our brands, Like, how did you do all those seven figure launches, 28 of them? I spoke to that aspiration specifically, so people knew, this is for me. So here, this is for so, me.
0: So for in like a 20 seconds, say you were doing a video to attract the aspirational mindset or the heart set of this individual. Yeah. And it this you have a video that spreads out to the world, and you yeah. know it's gonna attract a certain type of person to come into your, Offering. Yeah. What would you say in 15, 20 seconds? A few key words that would be leading people into kind of where you wanted them to go. So it was the right kind of mindset.
1: Yeah. What would you say? You've already, you feel like you've tried everything. You know, you've been at this for years, you don't feel like you've gotten that breakthrough just yet. You're doing good, but there's too many days you don't feel as motivated or as driven as you really want to, to go to the next level. And you feel like you need some more empowerment to really achieve that next level. Not kind of like just get inspired or motivated because that can come and go, but rather you're looking for real tactical solutions that will help you earn more, that will help you become more, that will show you like step by step. This is how you reach that next level. And not from my opinion, it's that I've spent 15 years researching the highest performing people on the planet. What they do is very specific. And if you're honest, you haven't been very specific. You've been random. Mm. And because you're good, you already have some success, you're able to just go through the motions but going through the motions is the killer of the high performer. It's true. Right? Because Good to great. Yeah, yes. Like. You, you can be good, but that's not going to take you to the next level. So I'm going to assume you're already good, but you sense inside that there's a restlessness and there's a struggle there, mm. that you don't know what that breakthrough feels like, but you also, you're very aware there's a next level. You have a dream. You have something you want to achieve. So let's just dial in your motivation. Let's dial in your habits, but let's give you the discipline and the willpower to make it happen.
0: And that's why you need to go to influencer.
1: 2019. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's got it just dialed in. He's got he's got the message dialed in. The market, the just, message I'm, dialed in. I'm fired up being around you all the time, brother, because it. we we both really believe that we can help people do that because that's where our foots you it's know it, our man. footsteps have been for 15 years it's to it, help man. people do this. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah.
0: So get clear on your message, the market. Then there's a method. What does a method mean?
1: Uh, I always love to talk about method with people, it's especially like method if acting. We're, we're yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, for real. It's like, like. Picasso had a method. Mm-hmm. Van Gogh had a method. Beethoven had a method. Like, they were thoughtful about the art of what they did. Mm-hmm. And influencers need to think about that. Like, You thought about, like, I want a podcast that's going to be like this. Exactly. And as you honed that in over the years, the podcast got better. Yeah. Because you brought more intention to the method, right? Mm, that's true. Actors who just show up and kind of read the words, not good. But the greats? They're so thoughtful about the turn of the phrase and how they're going to do this, right? The, the great musician, the great artist, they obsess about the actual art of the thing. Because, again, just showing up, especially when you're good, it's going to limit you. Now you want to be more intentional and say, what is this? It's like I've shared with you before, you know, having the blessing of working with Oprah, she starts meetings by asking, what's our intention
0: yeah.
1: here? Like, greatness requires a lot of intention. It does.
0: It doesn't just happen by showing up. Yeah, you got to get clear on the results and
1: experience you want to create. Yeah, you see a you see a really high achieving influencer do a photo shoot, way different than somebody who's not high achieving. Yeah, the intention and in the placement of things, of where this goes and how this closing everything. That's method. That's like Mm. bringing art to the method. Like when I wrote Motivation Manifesto. I was like, okay, I'm going to write a book that's never been written before in a tone that hasn't been seen in hundreds of years. I was like, how do I figure that? I'm like, it was an art project. Yeah. If what you are doing as an influencer doesn't feel like an art project, you're just simply doing it wrong and you're going to burn out and you're going to quit. So give me examples of
0: methods for someone like uh, a Rachel Hollis and a Jay Shetty. Yeah. What's like their method
1: from your point of view? Yeah, Jay's super intentional about his videos. Like I got to like sit him down and, and yeah. we did Influencer Day with him and we sat him, I asked him like, 40 questions, how do you do these videos? He's intentional from when the video is changing to the tone of the music and when it's lifting to when other people appear in the video versus just him. He's intentional about the length of the video. He's intentional about what day the video is posted. He's made it. Time, everything. Because what most people do, slop it together, throw it up. He's like really try to dial it down to a very specific process that draws emotion from people. And so that's a method. Yep. You know. And his thing is viral video. Yes. It's
0: artistic viral video that creates an emotional feeling for yeah. someone. It's not just like this scientific videos. Yeah. Or how-to videos yes. so It's like an emotional feeling that
1: people want to watch and share. And you've thought there that too as well. Yeah. That's why you've got you know hundreds of millions of views. And, and it's just like, you know, versus yep. guys like me who sometimes just put up a very inspiring video, but we didn't put the b-roll in. We didn't put the music go up and down. We didn't clip yeah. it at the right spot. You know, so that it's a different method. Same, same exactly. Different method different, different method, different results. Yeah. Um, and to those who put more into the method, they win. And They're they, the better exactly. the artists. Like an influencer has to understand you are in the art of impacting people. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the art of impacting people, you'd better focus on the art mm-hmm. as much as the impact. You know That's what I'm really good.
0: Yeah. What about someone like a Rachel Hollis? You know, yeah. someone who's skyrocketed over the last year and a half that yeah. seemed like came from nowhere, yeah. right? We know that she's been working for 7 years written five or six books and yeah. had a successful blog yeah. in a different space, but just boom, shot up one of the biggest selling books of the year behind I think Michelle Obama. Yeah. Kind of felt like overnight, yeah. like this influencer with millions of followers and huge business. Within a year, quickly documentary books. Now, she's she's great. What would be the method for someone like that that you see? Or is it kind of more. No, she, it's
1: again, it starts with being intentional about the art and what you're doing, you know, um, about your message. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she still sits down every single morning. She writes down, here's what my dreams, here's what my goal is, here's what I'm going to do. You know, she came out to this before everything really, really took off. She came out to the house and we sat down together. And it was so clear. She was asking me questions about the like where her career could go, that were really thoughtful. And people don't see that all the time because she might just post, you know, here's what I'm wearing today or or here's a picture of the kids, but she's really thoughtful about where her career is going and she's super thoughtful about talking to the women in her market from a place that she's been there. Like she gets it, she she knows that woman, she knows that person's experience and she's going to verbalize that and she's very thoughtful about the words she uses Mm -hmm. to connect because the, the part of the biggest method in influencing is being very artful about your messaging. It's true. She doesn't say a lot of things over here, but she says these things over here all the time. Over she's, and over again. Over it's like a over. formula.
0: It's like every yeah. six posts you see this another kid photo that's talking about this something yeah. different. Yeah. You
1: know? yeah, so she's always in the audience's mind and using the words they use mm. and ex- describing the feelings that they have. She's also, part of her method her real art is her vulnerability. Yeah. To say, you know, start a book. I peed my pants. Yeah. Like literally. You know? Yeah. She she, you know, this person dumped me. Mm-hmm. You know, I hated myself because I was like this. I almost got divorced. Yes. You know, this, you that know, know. takes a lot of Body intention shame, to yeah. go, you know, I'm gonna reveal some things here that I'm not comfortable with. Just like you did with of Mas- masculinity. Yeah, yeah. That was guts. That took a lot of art versus just saying, hey, here's met you know. Let me tell you guys this. It's answer, like, no, yeah. I'm gonna reveal this story and this vulnerability, that's art. And what people don't realize is the greatest artists of all time were incredibly vulnerable yeah. as much as they were telling you what to do. We love Bob Dylan, not just because he told us what to do and he made us want to throw our hands in the air and like march or get fired up. It was the vulnerability of the journey. Yeah, that's why we love Kerouac. That's why we love Emerson. That's why we love some of the real greats is because they, they were thoughtful about sharing insight into their pain Mm -hmm. because people the influencers who fail always are bright and shiny and they don't realize a lot of art does come from pain Mm. and a lot of the messages that actually does help people is acknowledging things like for years i didn't want to tell people that at the beginning of my career i went bankrupt I told them how much I struggled and it was hard and I, I had to get out of my own way and all these other things, but I didn't want to use the word bankrupt. I was like, oh God, you know, because that was just like, here I am teaching people stuff that I had this huge struggle. And I was like, no. And one day I just said, that just happened. So let me describe what had happened and not be afraid of it. I, I wouldn't know from that moment we would go on to build, you yeah. know, everything that we've built uh, by any means, but I wanted to avoid that because it was so yeah. painful to yeah. me. And at some point, real artists connect to the pain, and they give it voice, verbalization, or symbols.
0: Yeah. The greatest songs are not just, like, fairy tales. There might be a beautiful ending, but it's also, like, some darkness and struggle in there yeah. as well. Yeah. And that's what you can do in your business or as an influencer. Whoa. And you
1: know what the greatest art there always comes down to being, almost always the method, is you learning to fight for who you are. Ooh. Because right, right now, you think about the biggest memes that we see right now, it's always, like, Don't let them judge you, don't let them tell you down, don't let them tear you down, don't let them hate on you, don't let them stop you. And that whole, what's central to that, the architecture of that actual messaging is, live your life, show your truth, be who you really are, not what everyone else expects you to be. And that's what always comes back to the message again, you are the message. And if you keep dampening yourself based on what other people tell you to be or how you're supposed to be, then all of a sudden one day you wake up unfulfilled. And you wake up unfulfilled, guess what? Not easy to be motivated. Not easy to be motivated, then guess what? You're not gonna create the content, the curriculum, the products, the programs, the business. Because you know, sometimes people look at us sometimes, and they're like, "Oh, well, he just does a podcast." They have no yeah. idea you have this empire behind that, right? Right? People, go, oh, Brendan does. What is he? He does some email. He's <laughs> was big on Facebook with quotes. Uh, okay, and they have no idea of a huge. You know, we've, we've two hundred employees across my brands. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the impact that we've had. Let alone just what I do. It's all the other people we've mentored and you know, inspired. That can't come from a place. Of me being unfulfilled i have to work so hard to be a happy fulfilled motivated disciplined man mm-hmm. so that i can have that perpetuate across the brands and the business that's it yeah. what would you say is your method then and um, has it changed over the last yeah. 10 years yeah is it okay to change your method yeah i think it always does i mean no actor does a movie the same way and if they do you're tired of them right um i think it's a tremendous amount of diligence in sitting down and asking what is it i want to convey here and how do i want to do it in a way that's unique to me and different than the market so what do i want to convey how is it unique to me how is it different than the market and so like my my greatest art piece so far was motivation manifesto you read that and you're like i've never read a book like this my entire life it's You know, it's written like it's, you know, from the founding fathers of our country kind of tone. You know, it reads a little like the 1700s, but it punches you in the face every page. (laughs) To be or not to be. Yeah, it's like such a hard, like, it's like you read it and you're like, whoa, I really got to focus on these words here. This guy, there's no fat in that entire book. Mm -hmm. There's not one word you could take out. It's just, like, I worked so diligently on that. And I think what that was was an evolution of me saying, I don't want to just create books to create books, to sell books, to make money. And to inspire people in this specific way, I want to be challenged in my own artistic mm, process. Yep. I want to push the boundaries of what my art can be. I don't know how to write a book like this. It's not even my tone. I'm gonna to figure it out.
0: Yeah,
1: high forms habits. I've never done a full scale psychological science research based book, and I was like, you went deep in that. Like two uh, years of research. Three. Three years of research. Three years of pretty much every you day. Didn't of my talk, life. You didn't talk to anyone. You were yeah. just like in the hole. Yeah, in the hole. The largest study ever done on high performers even to this day no one's beat it right two million plus data points people from 190 countries we had all these academics looking at my research trying to make sure that we got our correlations right and our variables right and all these other things like i didn't know how to do that yeah but that was an evolution of me getting better and stronger and more nuanced at what i was doing and i'm telling people you know you're in trouble if you keep going through the motions yes the more you go through the motions the more you get miserable about the work the more you're intentional and you challenge yourself to push your boundaries, the more you'll stay alive. Yeah,
0: what's the personal development quote by every famous personal development person, which is just like everything great is on the other side of fear or your comfort zone. Yeah, that's right. So you've got to constantly, it sucks because you're going to get, it's good and it's bad because you get in the groove. You build this momentum of something that you're good at. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I've mastered this skill and look at all the growth I'm gaining from this. But over a certain period of time, you're like, this is getting easy now. Yeah. and you have to constantly challenge yourself yes. and force a challenge because, well, you could just live off of this easy money, this easy yeah. success
1: yeah,
0: and stay there for a couple of years. But guys like me and you and the people that we hang out with, are constantly reinventing. Yeah, and pushing, pushing, pushing us. And it's not easy. Yeah. It's not, and sometimes when you reinvent, this is the challenging thing and people don't realize, it's like you reinvent and put energy on something new, then the thing that was doing really well and making money over here it kind of goes down a little bit. Yeah, that's right. And you had something for years, you know, that was making you lots of money. And yeah. now you're reinventing it into a new model yeah. with influencer event coming up. Yeah. And it's like, well, this thing's been working for, I don't know, six, seven, eight yeah. years. like making, <laughs> Ten years. Making millions of dollars yeah. a year, impacting the lives of tens of yeah. thousands of people every year. Yeah. Why change this Yeah, thing?
1: this is Experts Academy. It's yeah, not broke. Yeah. Why are you gonna fix it? You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, let's keep just doing the same thing People forever. think crazy doing this a little bit. Like, yeah, so, of course. So, so he's referencing Experts Academy. Experts Academy is the biggest to this day. People love it. Yeah. People it's the marketing trainer. love for it. It's the marketing trainer for all thought leaders. People, the biggest, the best. People build built multi-million dollar businesses just yeah. off of coming there and yeah. implementing this information. There were years where 65% of the New York Times bestseller list in the nonfiction category where experts can be graduates. It was like we taught the whole industry, how do you do books, how do you do uh, seminars, how do you do online courses, how do you do subscriptions? How do you build your following? How do you build the following? Yeah. And But we really focused on the business model, but we were talking to people who were experts or who identified as thought leaders. Mm-hmm. These days, people don't really see themselves as experts in many areas, and many people don't think of themselves as a thought leader yet. They're like, oh, I was just a writer. That now I'm an influencer. influencer. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, great, okay, then I've gotta change. Like We have to adapt, like okay. It's, it's a new phrase, it's a new language, but here, the same, they have to learn the same business models and skills. So yeah, we're, we're, we're changing it up. And I think that the willingness to change it up is so important in the method because I, I just tell people all the time, if you are miserable, you have to know that neuroscience, neuroscience lets us know that one of the biggest things that lights our brain up is novelty. It's true. Like difference. Mystery, and novelty, yes. something new. And listen, everyone can go through emotions for three or four years and be like, oh, phew. It's like, it's like a, sometimes when you make it, it's like, oh. Let's just do this for a couple of years. Let's take a breath. And I'm like, everybody goes through that, that's great. Yeah. But if that goes on for too long, you become miserable. And then something has to break or challenge inside or in your market or in your yeah. business. And you go, we need to change, we need to grow, we need to transition. And that's when the next level stuff comes up. That's it. It's time to go to the next level. That's
0: why I think it's always important to be focusing and doubling down on what's working and yes. also like working on things in the pipeline that are gonna come out yes. in a year, two, two years. years. You know, I've been that's working it. on this documentary for a yeah. couple of years. It's Which like is
1: awesome, by the way. Did you see the yes. whole thing? Yes, yeah. I was gonna you're tell you that you're later, later. You're amazing in we it, dude. Thank you. No, I, I <laughs> funny thing. You're is, great in it, right? I totally didn't realize even but it, you're it, really? it was great. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I didn't I, I was just there to to compliment you and they asked me all these other questions. I thought I was doing a testimonial for you essentially oh, because you. I, I I just wanted to speak and share how much I admire who you are and what you do. And thank it you. turned into this wonderful interview they did. The story I mean, was powerful you shared. Thank you. It's, it's really powerful in the movie too. Yeah, I'm excited for great, people to watch it when it comes great, great. out. I'll but let you, you guys know you in You're stretching to do that. you stretching, stretching. to do documentary. It's just like
0: you. You never did this like manifesto book thing and yeah. you never did the high performance research thing. I never done the movie thing. Yeah. No clue what I was yeah. doing. But you find the right people, you find the experts, you work on your your, your your struggles and you become better at it, and that's what we've been doing, man. But I think it's important because it gives you something new to kind of reach for yeah. every couple of years.
1: Yeah, that's but, it.
0: But don't let go of everything right away and say, well, I'm just going to switch everything. Like, use the momentum you've been building. Double down on certain things that are bringing in revenue. We're going to talk about the model next to make sure that you can have the resources to keep impacting people and keep creating and things like that. So what is the model...
1: Mean is this the business model?
0: Is this how you make money? Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you monetize?
1: What is what's the the model for monetization so that you can have the business that sustains the message and and your brand? Because there's a lot of influencers that are have expertise and they built this following and they're like, well,
0: I'm still broke. I don't know how to make money. Yeah. Eh, I don't want to sell something to my audience. I just want to like add value and be of service. I just want to create cool content. Like, I don't want to figure out this business stuff. It's too overwhelming for me what should be thinking people thinking about as influencers right now and over the next couple of years as a business model? Maybe you can give a couple examples and then also talk about a little bit of your money. There you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode with the one and only Brendan Bouchard. This is just getting started. This is only part one. We've got part two coming in a couple of days. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if this is your first time here. Get in the action get tuned into greatness if you are looking to make an impact today in someone else's life then share this take this link copy it text a friend text a few friends people that are entrepreneurial minded people that want to grow their business or their influence or they're thinking about a side hustle send them this right now it will start to transform the way they think about building their business online becoming more influential and monetizing this part two we've got a lot more coming in part two i'm super excited be talking about how to build automated businesses, why you must honor the struggle in order to scale, the importance of finding reverence for life and the unexpected ways it can show up and the power of self-doubt and what it signals. That and so much more in the next part. I'm so excited, super excited about this next one, guys. Again, share it with your friends. And as Michelangelo said, the problem human beings face is not that we aim too high and fail, but that we aim to low and succeed. Get ready for part two coming soon. And you guys know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great.